Do you ever stop to consider how God has stitched your life together to bring you to where you are now? This is Wednesday, November 16th. Now perhaps what seemed like a chance conversation led you to choosing one college over another or one work position over another. Now years later you can see that that decision became a turning point in your life. Maybe you met your spouse at that school and so many other decisions followed that have unfolded in your life. Now today we consider the young man Mark who wrote the Gospel of Mark. He has an amazing story, really. First we encounter Mark in the book of Acts when Peter had his miraculous escape from prison. This is what we're told in Acts 12, verse 11 to 12. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know without a doubt that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from Herod's clutches and from everything the Jewish people were hoping would happen. Now when this had dawned on him, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Yes, as we read the story, when Peter came out of prison, brought to safety by an angel, he arrived at a home where Mark was praying. You see, Mark was an already an early follower of Jesus. We find him become a companion on a missionary journey with Paul and Barnabas. Here's what we're told in Acts 12.25. When Barnabas and Saul had finished their mission, they returned from Jerusalem, taking with them John, also called Mark. You see, Mark also wasn't just anyone. He was a cousin of Barnabas. And Barnabas recognized potential in young Mark and wanted to take him along on their journey. He wasn't just, but he wasn't ready. And so Mark returned early. And this left a sour taste in the mouth of the Apostle Paul. Later, when they were ready to head out on another missionary journey, this is what we are told. Barnabas wanted to take along John, also called Mark, with them. But Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and not had, had not continued with them in the work. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left, commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord. That's Acts 15, verse 37 to 40. You see, Paul... He didn't have the patience to take Mark along with him for a second time, but Barnabas did. And as we're told here, they separated and Paul and Barnabas never worked together again. But Mark did grow up and he came to thrive. You say, well, how do we know this? After traveling with Barnabas, he became an understudy of the apostle Peter. And Peter related to Mark the details needed to rewrite the gospel of Mark. Mark's background prepared him to write his gospel to share the message of Jesus with the Gentiles. His time with Peter and his time on two missionary journeys nurtured faith in the young man Mark. Of course, we hear the story of Mark and we realize it just takes time for our young people to grow. This means we have to trust that God is faithful to prepare them for future leadership. And even Paul, though an apostle of Jesus, he was impatient with Mark. 
This should press us to consider if we are patient. If we see, if we can wait to see growth in our young people, because we know that it's going to take time. If we are willing for them to be immature until they grow to maturity. If we are willing to stick with them and not give up. Now, you know the story of the Apostle Paul and Mark. It ends up coming full circle. By the time Paul reaches the end of his life and ministry, Mark has grown. He's become a solid leader and also planted a church and served for a time as a pastor. In some of the last words recorded that Paul ever wrote, he sent in his letter to Timothy, he said this, Get Mark and bring him with you, because he is helpful to me in my ministry. Now Paul sees Mark so differently. Just think, if you could see how the person that God is shaping, and if you could see how they will, what they will become. Before, Mark needed Paul to encourage him and help him to grow into mature leadership. Now the tables are turned, and Paul needs Mark to assist him with his ministry. This is a beautiful changing of roles. I've seen this in ministry through the years. Pastors I've had the privilege of helping to train into ministry have returned and ministered to me. They encourage me and support the work of ministry that I am doing. One day I know they will be in the lead. And I rejoice that God has prepared the future church by developing these leaders today. Now knowing this, how can we encourage and mentor the young people we see around us today? How can we be a part of the way God is preparing them and raising them up? Let's pray. Father, you've been so patient with us, far more patient than we are with ourselves and much more patient than we are with our young people. Teach us your ways that we might mentor and guide them, that they might come to know and serve you. Thank you for the way that you have shaped and guided us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.